What's up? And welcome to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I'm your host, Assam, a.k.a. Rod God and Son, accompanied by Dan, Papa Song Killer. And today, we are here to review God of War Ragnarok. Oh, no, that's right. We're going to talk about God of War Ragnarok. If you spoilers, though. Yet, oh, yeah, we're doing spoilers. So if you haven't played it yet, go do that. Come back. Check it out. Because we, we are spoiling. Just, just have the podcast on in the background while you're playing it. Um, that's well you gotta be quick you better catch up to our words <laughs> better, we might say something you better be quicker than we're talking about oh, that odin, shit. odin what am i gonna say, what am I gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> oh man but um yeah we can start off by giving initial thoughts that are spoiler free yeah. usually that's how we review things um and then we go into uh a deep dive and then we get into spoilers but Overall, um, I enjoyed the hell out of this game. It was a lot of fun for me. Uh, game mechanics-wise, it was pretty much the first game over again uh, with minor differences here and there, but nothing major. But the story, which which was... Damn. The story is what was great. That's what I was trying to say. Um, really loved the story. Really loved all the characters, uh, especially the character design for Thor. Loved Thor so much with his fucking fat sausage fingers. It was fantastic. Uh, I loved Odin. Um, both of those character designs were something I wasn't expecting. And that could be attributed to the MCU, right? Because of how Thor and Odin were portrayed. And well, that can be attributed to one other thing, Aslam. What? Your memory. Because on this podcast, we looked up what Thor is going to look like in God of War Ragnarok before the game released because they posted it and everyone's no, like, no, oh, no, it's no. Fat Thor. No, sure. But okay. he, I didn't see him scale-wise next to Kratos. Mm, okay, I didn't okay. expect him to be that big. I didn't expect yeah. him to be part giant. Okay. Well, and. I, if that was part of original mythology or whatever, I well, he's I, not part giant, like in the in the game, game, he is part giant. Then I missed that. I don't yeah, know. he's half giant. Okay, his that's mother gonna, was giant. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna tie into my feelings for the game in a second. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, yeah, but it was it was I love the character designs. Like uh, uh, like I was saying, um, they it was something unexpected, <clears throat> but I enjoyed that it was unexpected. Um, I I enjoyed the hell out of Fat Thor, huge fucking giant. But he wasn't just like fat. He was like, he was kingpin big, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, and for you like geeks out there, you you know what I'm talking about. And yeah. uh, for Odin, muscle that suit. Yeah. <laughs> um, for Odin, I exp- like when you talk about the All Father, you expect this badass that we saw portrayed. Um, in Thor by um, uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Thank you. Um, And then we get this super skinny character um, and it worked. It worked really fucking well. It seemed like like some dude on a New York street corner that's going to hustle you out of like 20 bucks. And he did. He did hustle me. That was Odin. And (laughs) I enjoyed the hustle. (laughs) Bro, yeah. it was fantastic. Like throughout the whole game, until the end, I was very curious uh, as because everybody's scared of him. Like you see, like you see them all talking about him 
in the first game and now and especially in the beginning of the second game before they meet for the first time or after they do meet for the first time you see how all these characters talk about how evil strong and conniving and and then you're like yeah but he's he's so so petite he's so skinny old man yeah God. and then it's just like i i couldn't wait for the end to see like if that was going to change or just like how powerful he is in fighting um and I don't know. It was just all of it was like fantastic to me. I I enjoyed the the ride I I went through uh through the whole game. So to me, the game was phenomenal. I enjoyed it very much. Um, it built upon the story that they started in the first game, which I thought was a genius way to to introduce um, Loki and and um, introduce and have like a god of war from one group of gods jump into the realm of another and um i hope they do it again uh and jump into a, another realm and then you know but we'll get into the details of the ending um once we start doing the spoilers uh what were your initial thoughts on it yeah oh my god <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't like disagree more yeah i figured um yeah <laughs> It's one of those things where it's just like, like, God of War 2018 came out. It changed the world. And I remember thinking about halfway through that game, man, I can't wait for this to be done. Like, I just want to get this over with. Um, I don't know what it is, man. Kratos, that world, I don't care. I truly just couldn't care. Um, I did like the character of Odin, like you were talking about. Yeah. Kratos did show growth. If you look at the old God of Wars compared to this one, um, you have like uh, Loki's becoming his own man now and stuff like that, or you know Atreus. I'm like, that's all well and good, but like, if you take a bunch of characters I don't care about and give me one full length feature film, you're just giving me an Avengers movie. And you know how I feel about those. <laughs> and I, I just, I don't know, man. It's like it, it is. It's, it's not a bad game. It's a good game. There are moments where I was like, oh, that's crazy. But for yeah. the most part, it was just kind of just like. Hey, get this done so I can talk about it on the podcast. Um, mm. I finished the main story. I did a few of the side missions. And then afterward, I was like, no, I'm not doing this. No, I'm not getting this platinum. I don't want to put myself through that. Um, <laughs> it is a long game. Yeah, and it's not even that. I'm, I'm willing to play. I freaking I platinum freaking uh, Persona yeah. 5 Royal. <laughs> so I, if the length of the game is if I enjoy the game. By all means, I never platinum God of War. God of War is an obtainable platinum too, the 2018 yeah. one. I went back once to try to do it. And I reminded myself, oh, that's right, you really don't like this, so I stopped. And then God of War Ragnarok, even leading up to it, I was just like, all right, like, hopefully they win me over. And I remember the previews are saying like, hey, if you love 2018, you're gonna love this game. And I thought, oh shit. Uh, so <laughs> I loved 2018, and I did love this game. Most so. people do. Most people. I'm um, like by far in the minority in this, um, but. Uh, in terms of game mechanics, it's done well. The gameplay, I don't enjoy, um, but I know it's like top tier gameplay. Uh, you know, by it was good gameplay. It's people. it's very similar to like Arkham gameplay. It's, it's you got a bunch of enemies coming at you. You're it's using the same moves over and over. Like yeah. you got puzzles, you got little things with, here and with there. With Arkham, I tried to. I mean, with the, uh, I mean, Arkham, it has the quote unquote spider sense which yeah. adds to it, and it's like, oh, you see all these cool moves. With God of War, it was legit. Um, 
okay, like, uh, I mean, granted, they have strategies, they have the different moves, and the same problems I had with 2018, I had once again, where it's just like, I don't care what armor I have. Uh-huh. Um, I don't same care here. what the stats are. It means nothing to me. Yeah. And it's a it's a convoluted system they have, and it's not like, hey, let me gain these obtainable collectibles, uh, because oh, I need this many. It's like no, it's like I need a, a, a fire something or other to make this one level stronger. But does that even reflect? I don't know. Oh, I don't and, even bother with any of that. I just kind of like make sure I can update my weapons to have a high a, a high attack or whatever. But like then like the um the uh what is it called like the relics or the fucking magic shit that you add on or all this nonsense i i ended up like i think getting all those things if they if i did i ever use them not once yeah um like the special moves i didn't use any and that's the thing where it's just like that's that could be considered a good or a bad thing it's like hey you can you would you know you use that if you want to or if you don't want to you obviously don't need to i played the game and i beat it without it but at the same time it's kind of just like well, you know, if, if you look at a game like uh, Last of Us, me finding a collectible in Last of Us means something. Where it's like, yeah. oh, if I need if I need yeah. a health pack or something like that, I really need a rag and I really need alcohol. Yeah. I know that still. I haven't played a Last of Us game forever. I know that off the top of my head. I most recently played God of War Ragnarok. And I know you get a bunch of hack silver for something. I guess that's, yeah, I think that's no, their currency. That's, like, I don't the... even know. Yeah, like that you you buy um like upgrades with and stuff like that. But yeah, no, you don't need it for like health and you don't need it for that. It's like for me I look for the green rocks or the red rocks exactly. that I smash. And like uh, that's just how I played the game. And for like a spidey sense, you you do have a spicy D sense. His name is Mimir. Um Yeah, but it's kind of just like, hey, there's something coming. Just dodge. Yeah, and then you have like, like the was, red arrow behind you. Anyway. Yeah, but it's it's not like press a button something happens oh right yeah okay it's just like hey something's coming move yeah it's it's that but and then you have like the just like the parrying and stuff like that but yeah either way it's just uh, minor but like it's the same like bunch of enemies you're fighting them all at the same time um that's the similar mechanics i'm talking about um well yeah but it's like even then it's significantly more fun and to me to do batman stuff be batman and use batman sure to me it was pretty much the same yeah Um, with with cradle and then another thing that i mean and this is an issue i have with every game so this is 100 a me problem i hate walking five feet fighting enemies walking 10 feet fighting more enemies and then so on and so forth it's like oh okay i get it can we just not um and it was just like i said i I, you know i I finished the game beat the game uh i ain't getting that platinum um you know, it's it's not a bad game. I understand why people like it. I do know it's a technical marvel. The accessibility options were very, very well done in this game. Uh, yeah. I can't stress that enough. I thought that was great. So once again, everybody who uh, basically, you know, as you know, accessibility, it's for everybody can enjoy the game. You know, even yeah. if you have some type of physical limitations, uh, you'd still be able to enjoy this just as much as somebody who doesn't. So that's always a plus. Yeah, shit. Maybe but, I um, should try that. Maybe I could have beat it faster. The accessibility options. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I always go in every single game that I I get. I go in there, I look at it, I see what I want to do. A lot of times, I pick text, uh, especially since my TV is like so far away from me. Oh, I Um, always have subtitles on. I. Yeah, but do you do you mess with the size of the subtitles? Do you you do the shadows? How big do you want a box in the back? Like they go in detail with just subtitles. Oh no, I just put on subtitles. (laughs) 
yeah, no, I go in there. It's just like, do I want to hear? Do I want there to be like, hey, there's somebody speaking from that direction? Do I want color coded per character? Like, they, they oh, really go, and that's I'm just talking subtitles. Yeah, let alone oh, that's stuff. amazing. So yeah, yeah good so I do that. Yeah, and then like I said, for people who are you know who do have the limitations, like that's awesome for them. And then even somebody like myself, like I could still benefit from that as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought they did a really really good job with that. But um, like I said, the 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 story it was okay in my opinion. Uh, the characters oh, they're all right. I um, yeah, that's where we are gonna disagree. I love yeah. the story. I, I think it was innovative because they took and uh, they took uh, God of War right from Greek mythology, or uh, a new God of War, who who they added to Greek mythology, right? And uh, then they took him and brought him to the. Norse mythology, they're like, how can we fit him into this and make a great story? Now, we all know Loki was adopted, right? Um, Loki was a was a frost giant, right? From Jotunheim, he was adopted as a baby or, or Odin took him in as a child and raised him along with Thor. Now, I thought it was genius for them to be like, okay, so Kratos is going to be the father of Loki, the god of mischief and his mother is going to be a giant and then we're going to create this whole story with giants that was already part of north mythology but we're going to change little bits and pieces to make it fit our narrative yeah. and i thought it was done beautifully well, like they did the same <clears throat> thing with, uh, with uh, the original stuff too where they yeah they manipulated um greek to fit their story they're very good at doing that so yeah. so i thought that was so genius um and and it was so good like the whole part of um atreus being loki and then ragnarok and how uh odin is trying to completely avoid it and I, oh i love the wooden mask i was i saw that and the first thing i thought of was jim carrey's the mask oh yeah because that wooden mask when he puts it on he becomes the god of mischief i didn't even think about that yeah so it was it was amazing oh. to see them add that in there and then like give that a, a new life uh, so that was very cool to me. And and then just like Odin's purpose, it's like even, you know, like a, a, a god, right, um, wants to know what happens next. So they added that little bit of humanity into him, mm-hmm. which was the only humanity he had. <laughs> um, I mean, he, he's a pretty bad person. That's yeah. fairly human. Touche, <laughs> touche. Uh yeah, so they added that part to him, and then just oh, he was so conniving and like planning everything. And Thor was just his uh, mindless brute, and it was fantastic. I, I love the whole storyline with the Thor. I thought was cool. Like the basically yeah. like he's just trying to live up to his dad's ex- expectations, and he's yeah. an alcoholic, and he feels like he's letting down his wife and daughter all the time. His two sons are dead. Yeah. And he has to work with the guy who killed his sons, like the kid who yeah. killed his sons. So it's like it's a whole thing where it's just like that I thought was appealing. It was very – because you they gave you a couple of different father and son dynamics. Yeah. So they gave you the – in the in, in God of War 1, it was Kratos and Zeus, right? You got glimpses of that within the game. Um, and then you always had Kratos and Atreus. And now they added – They added um, a couple – <clears throat> yeah. a lot of different um uh companions in this game yeah 
And then they added the relationship between Thor and Odin. And then you have Thor and his sons. Um, and then Thor and his daughter. So you had a lot of father children relationships and then like these fathers trying to be better except for odin <clears throat> um but i don't know man it was just heimdall was amazing i loved heimdall he was so cocky he was such an asshole and i loved it heimdall i don't remember who this is um the guy who can see the future um oh okay yeah, the, a couple of seconds I, yeah. Yeah. yeah where it's like he kind of tries to dodge everything yeah, uh, or he could react. He has Ozymandias. He has foresight. That's what. He, <laughs> that's what his powers are. He's, yeah, he has foresight. Yeah, but no, yeah, he was great. I loved that little bit of it too. It's just like he's like he's never been touched, so he's just cocky because it's like who's gonna touch me? Yeah, and I, that's that's a thing where I felt like that. I guess that was supposed to be a big moment, like when you finally land a hit on him. Yeah, I couldn't have given two shits. I was like, "All right, I got you. Let's keep going. Let's keep doing it." <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was playing it again, and and maybe it's because we were both planning on a time crunch. At least for me, um, you obviously weren't probably gonna enjoy it from the get go because you yeah. didn't enjoy the first game. Yeah. Um, for me, I enjoyed it. I just don't think I enjoyed it as much as I could have because yeah. I was like. I was just trying to get through, trying, trying to get, to get through to, so, so we can talk about it on the podcast. And I mean, that kind of ruined the experience a little bit for me, but it is what it is. I still enjoyed the hell out of it. I, I enjoyed all, all the characters. Um, Sindri and Brock, they elaborated more a little bit on their relationship. And uh, Sindri at the end was just so badass. <laughs> I loved Sindri. Um, that, was, that was another <laughs> element uh, in terms of the story that I thought was interesting where it's like, a big part a big part of the story is like vengeance yeah. and forgiveness yes oh uh, that was like throughout the game and it's like you see that with with freya uh you know towards mm -hmm. towards uh kratos and atreus and yep. uh thor trying to overcome that while working with atreus and yeah. all this stuff going on and then it's you kind of see like at the end of the game everybody's like cool and then you have mm -hmm. sindri who just he's like no nah, fuck he it well at the, he didn't have any issues until the end of the game so it's like you see everybody's in a better place and then you get the Cindery and he's just like no nah, I'm not in a better place yet fuck this I'm no yeah no fuck all of you like yeah. my only family died because of yeah. your bullshit yeah. and fuck all of you yeah um, and, and but that's the thing that's like that was the case for a lot of people like uh Freya thought that her brother was pretty much gone like she wasn't mm -hmm. gonna be able to see him her son was dead and everything and she was doing everything possible to kill kratos and at that point she was like well i could use you to get revenge on odin so let me do yeah. that instead i want odin more than anything uh, and, and then through she, that end, yeah 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 through that journey she kind of just like you know let her vengeance go yeah. um so speaking of the end um the, the the fighting with odin um was pretty decent uh <clears throat> he killed thor which was like, oh, dang. Um, I with, forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, he was just like, you're yeah. supposed to kill him. And Thor, I thought Thor, in my mind, I just wanted Thor to just like fucking grab him by the neck. Mm -hmm. Like turn around, grab him by the neck, get the hammer and kind of, you know, try to kill him. But um, Odin just ended up stabbing him in the heart and ending that real quick. And then he grabbed Molnir and, and just, you know, threw it at Throod. And uh, she was she flew away, and 
they fight Odin. Um, Atreus uh, avatars the last bear, airbenders him. Um, you know what I mean? At the end there. Yeah, he took out his soul and put it in a ball. Oh, so okay. just killed oh him. that's right. That's what you meant. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know why I thought of like the kite, the kite thing that he had in his back. I was like, I don't know why that's what came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't remember Trace doing that. <laughs> no, he, he, Fire Lord, you know, the Fire no, Lord. No, I know. Took yeah, his, the, there and then there, yeah. Took his bending away. This guy yeah. just took the soul out of his body, put in a ball. He was like, here you go, Freya. He's um, like, yeah, so she's like, no, I don't need it. I was like, what should we do? And Sidri's like, give me that shit. <laughs> Yo, that, that scene, I was like, god damn. He was so pissed. Bro, after he did it, he was just still mad. And and speaking about, I guess, the biggest um, twist was um, Odin was um, was Tyr. That's right, Tyr. Right? So that was, that was very interesting. So it ended up that Odin actually did kill Tyr instead mm. of... I mean, at least that's what they made us think, right? So you didn't finish the game, sir. I didn't. <laughs> Why? After you play the game and uh, you do the last mission, there's you don't really roll credits just yet. You do. There's another side mission where there's first off there's a funeral for Brock. I did that. Okay, I saw that. And then you see the whole thing with Sindri, and then you kind of like explore like a little bit more what was going on, and once you destroy. Um, where where's where do they live odin and all them what's the name of that place asgard asgard once asgard gets destroyed and there's like remnants and stuff broken all over the place you go back into the tunnels where you were supposedly or or maybe it's in vanaheim that's where the is vana or niflheim wherever the fuck it is where the crows are i it might be in there i forget where exactly huh? you go in there and you're just like oh shit tears here like tears alive and he was in prison the whole game and then uh, you let him loose, and then he's out there in the world. As you're doing the final missions, Tyr just pops up in different locations. So Tyr was uh, alive, and he was imprisoned. It's just when you went to go rescue him, it was it was the wrong place. And the well, and the theory is, um, Odin. In order to impersonate someone, the person has to be alive. So that's why uh, he was keeping Tyr alive. Because there's a part where Odin pretends to be someone else in the game. I forgot where. And when you go on your way to find Tyr, you find that person. Uh-huh. Um, as well, either they're dead or something like that. So I don't know, but that was the theory that Odin has to be, keep the person alive in order to impersonate them. So you do find oh, Tyr, and Tyr is alive. Okay, so I guess I'll get to that part one actually, because I I didn't end up having time to finish the game, so I just watched gameplay of yeah. like the that ending, I didn't so. even know. I was listening to a podcast talking about God of War a little okay. while ago, and they mentioned that, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure for them they were like, "Whoa!" You know, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. Tyr's alive, I guess." Oh, okay. Yeah, so Tears Alive. It's a surprise to me, too. But, um, yeah, either way, I love Tears' character design because he was also a giant. I love how giants have different sizes. Well, he's technically, unless I'm mistaken, he wasn't a giant because they even make a joke about it where they're just like, he's a god. And, like, who would have thought, because Atreus says it, like, who would have thought between he and I, I'm the giant? Oh, okay. I thought he was, like, a giant, like a, um, like, or part giant like Thor. Yeah, so. no, it's, unless I'm mistaken, that was like the joke that they made, where it's like, okay. yeah, Atreus is like, I'm the giant between us or something. Speaking like of that. jokes, I, I enjoyed in the beginning when they first broke out Tyr and he was kind of just walk, going around with you guys and, and you mm-hmm. were, you know, opening chests and shit like that. Oh, and, and he keeps on, like, what's he doing? It's like, yeah. oh, my dad likes to loot a lot. Yeah. It's like that. Also, when, when you go as Atreus to, uh, the, um, to Asgard excuse me, to Asgard, 
and uh you're with Heimdall for after you first meet Heimdall he beats you whatever and then you walk and then you pick up something and he's like oh you're going to visit a place and then steal its stuff yeah. um i i like those little comments that they did where it's kind of yeah, breaking cool the fourth they wall did, they added, yeah there was that and there was one um there was one thing i actually kind of found it kind of annoying where it was like uh, so this game is kind of like a Metroidvania in the sense of you find certain things that you don't have access to until mm-hmm. you gain an ability that you get later yes. in the game and you yes. go back. So it has like that. Like with the and... spear. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a couple parts of the game where it's like you kind of, for me, I'm used to always going off the beaten path like mm-hmm. and trying to see, okay, there's a little area over here. Maybe there's something worth exploring. And then if you're over in an area like that and you hit an, a, a spot where it's like, hey, you can't do anything within seconds like your companions like hey we can't go that way or hey let's go back later which is like it's cool because the game's kind of telling you like hey you can't do it now but at the same time it's just like bro i see like a chest right here i know i can get so why don't you just you know shut the fuck up atreus and let me do what i'm doing because i'm your dad so it's like (laughs) you know it's like like i got it or like give me a chance to explore a little bit before you tell me not to go somewhere like and hey they're trying to help you not waste time i know but at the same time it's just like I always go off the beaten path. So imagine hearing that every five minutes. Yeah, it kind of gets to you. (laughs) That happened to me like once or twice, but at the end of the day, I was just like, all right, I kind of like, I I knew what was going on. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to look at the character designs a little bit, the updates, uh, thanks to IGN Africa, because apparently it's the only website that had the posters for some reason. Um, yeah, so we have Christopher Judge as Kratos, who won a couple awards at the Game Awards. So we're going to, well, best at least, yeah, best performance. So we'll talk about that later. Presented by Al Pacino. Just want to point that out. <laughs> yeah, which was like, okay, you guys just have money now. That's why you have Al Pacino. But, um, you know, very similar to the first game. I love the beard. It's just nice. You know, he has the, the Viking beard. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, very similar to the first game. Yeah. Uh, we have a bit of an older Atreus, right? Uh-huh. He's um, he, he's bigger. Um, I, I enjoyed Atreus a little more this time. He was less annoying. Um, yeah. But, and they yeah. played into his whole being annoying in the first game. Where it's like, <laughs> you go to that part of the game where he's just like, whatever. Like, yeah. where you have like the mirror images of himself like running around and stuff. Oh yes, yes, yes. Because like that that one word got so many people in 2018. It was like a trace is such a little shit where you just walk it was like a trace cover is like, yeah, whatever. You fucking yeah. spoiled rat. And then this game, Atreus is being like haunted by himself at that age. That was that was an amazing scene because it's like they threw his mistakes back in his face. Yeah. And, and when you get older, you when you look back at your mistakes, you're like, fuck man, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. And that was like a really good portrayal of that like him going through and him killing thor's son uh where he was trying to stop himself yeah uh when he became when he found out he was a god and he became an asshole uh uh freya um yeah i mean same design as pretty much as last game Uh, i don't know man the designs really didn't stand out to me like they're cold um i like mimir's eyes he looks like he's out of naruto um, but I don't know. I, I enjoy Mimir. He's, uh, he's pretty cool. Sindri and Brock, but like the armor is cool. They're, um, yeah, the, the armor design is cool and stuff like that. Uh, Sindri was always hilarious to me because he was a germaphobe. Mm. 
And what I loved about at the end was when Brock died and he literally had his blood on him. Uh, he, and he just doesn't wash just, it off for the rest of the game. No, he kind of just loses it and he takes off his gloves. You see how big his fucking forearms are. And uh, he just has his hammer, and he's fucking, you know, being, being a dwarf and shit, getting dirty. Um, Angraboda. She was interesting. She's another giant. We saw her grandma, who was really big, and now, and she's like normal size. And I don't know the the whole thing with giants and the different sizes confused the bejesus out of me. Well, they said it. Yeah, a giant isn't necessarily a giant. Yeah, whatever. They're the Jotun are. Uh, but yeah, okay. And then you had when when they visited Jotunheim, and uh, you saw those huge giants, like mountains, dead on the mountains. And I was like, "What is going on?" Um, How'd you feel about Jotunheim? That was a very controversial part of the game. Like some people loved it, and some people despised it. Like we weren't even there for that long. Okay, so there are other people who are just like, "Oh my god, why are we still in fucking Jotunheim?" Like that that was a big thing that I saw online. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't remember being there for that long. It's like that you see the all the dead giants on the mountains and mm-hmm. then you kind of like do the you find the prophecy, you spread the ashes and you go home. Like that's all I remember in Jotunheim. Right? What? I'm talking about Ragnarok. Oh. I don't remember going to Jotunheim and Ragnarok. <laughs> The whole mission with Anger Boda, with where you're playing as Atreus. Oh, that's right. That's in Jotunheim. Is it? Yeah. Well, wasn't dude. that also in? Uh, wasn't that in the forest? Yeah. In Jotunheim. That was Jo. Oh, that was Jotunheim. I thought I didn't know Jesus the Ironwood Forest Christ. was in Jotunheim. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. No, I I like that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so move to the next person. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought it was like I thought the Ironwoods was like a place in between realms kind of thing because they were like, don't talk about it because Odin doesn't know where it is and no. or somewhere hidden in one of the realms. But I didn't know it was um, Jotunheim. Makes sense though. Uh, Durlin. Fucking hate you. <laughs> hey, bro. Listen, I'm you know I'm handicapped, so um, yeah, we're just gonna pass Durlin. I really don't care. Thor. I really enjoyed the hell out of Thor, man. Um, love that he's also a redhead. Um, he's a ginger. Do you have it's, a thing for redheads? I do have a thing for redheads. <laughs> this is why I love Thor. Um, but it was just, I don't know, man. It was it was interesting. I loved the Mjolnir design. Um, I loved how when uh, uh, Kratos was picking it up, he literally was like, it was so big because he's huge and like so the hammer's like proportional to him but yeah it was interesting and we didn't really see the whole if you're not worthy you can't pick it up type thing um which is famous for molnir yeah i'm glad they didn't really mess with anything like that yeah because it's at the same time it was kind of like i feel like almost anyone going into ragnarok felt like Okay, there's going to be a point in the game where we're going to realize Kratos is either able to pick it up or Atreus can wield Mjolnir. And it was like kind of like a lazy writing, like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. That's why I thought it was really good when it was just like, okay, Kratos is going to have a third weapon. Because if you can't tell, when you see like the, the the side missions, like we were talking about, the Metroidvania stuff, it's like they're uh-huh. color-coded. So it's like blue for the, for the his axe, red for his chains. And I was like, there is a yellow one. What's the yellow one for? And yeah. then it ended up being Dropnir. I was like, okay. Yeah. 
that's cool. Huh. It's like you, yeah. you kind of like everyone's just like he's gonna get Mjolnir at some point. It wasn't oh, it. they think he was gonna kill Thor and take Mjolnir. Exactly. Uh, I did so, not think of that once. Okay, well that, that was like never a crossed trope. my mind. That okay. was a common trope where it's just like okay, because it's Thor's hammer. It's the thing. because I don't because he never killed someone and took his weapon before. So why would that be any different here? Well, he's never had his own weapon either. Like the chains were a curse put upon him. The axe yeah. was something that was like that belonged Given to, to his wife. Yeah, she but gave it to like him. He never, he never had his own weapon, as far as we know, until now. Dropnir Dr- Dr- is is his official first. Like, hey, this is yeah. yours. Like, yeah, here, like this is your. It was thing. made with your blood. Yeah. So exactly. So yeah. it's like the first weapon he's ever had of his. So it almost seemed like he was just gonna take someone else's weapon, like he always does, and then just keep going from there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. It never crossed my mind. I was just mm-hmm. like, uh, I was wondering if they were gonna do the whole worthy thing, but at, at the same time, they showed you that like no one in this game is fucking worthy so like especially the Aesir were like the super bad guys um but yeah and then you have uh tear uh which i will go back to see but on his tattoos here there's some uh egyptian hieroglyphics interesting like right here this bird and this right here so there's some things because apparently he traveled to foreign lands right and i think um these coins also are a couple different. Like I think this one's like uh, one of those birds from the hieroglyphics. But I'm I'm really I'm really hoping uh, that they end up going to another land. Now uh, at the end um, they kind of say their goodbyes, and Atreus is like, I have to go find the giants. Mm-hmm. You know their souls. We find out their souls are in those little balls, and. He's like, I have to go do this alone. So he's like, all right, you're ready. And, you know, go do that. So he goes off on his own adventure to find the giants. And then Kratos sees a a prophecy of himself. And this is something Odin had spoken to him about of, have you ever been prayed to? Have you ever been worshipped? You don't know what that feels like. Yeah, and that then, was the thing. If you look back at the old God of Wars, it was always Kratos was just like, you know, fuck the gods. I'm not trying to. Yeah. You know, I, I don't pray to gods. No one's ever going to pray to me. You know, gods are evil. I don't yeah. Be, you know, so that was always a thing. So seeing that was kind of like pretty impactful on him. And Christopher Judge did a very good job. He almost that. cried. Did Christopher he? Judge did cry a couple times. I don't know for that scene, but it was like it was famously known that like he did cry during the making of this game because some of the scenes were so emotional for yeah. him. Yeah. But for that one, you do see Kratos. It looks like he's about to like. Yeah, no, it looked like he was when he saw himself being worshipped. So, and then he goes back and he's like, "All right, we're gonna have to rebuild. We have a lot to do." And and Freya was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Let's do this." Mm -hmm. So, um, I know they said this is gonna be the last game in this realm, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm a hundred percent okay with. I think they ended the story great. I I really want to see fucking uh, Kratos go to uh, another realm man let's just, just i don't know keep it going um yeah i mean yeah uh, i would love people. to see him go to the uh, let's go to egypt let's go to well the romans and the greeks are similar i mean they can make them different but they can still be different places i mean um, these this team like for the most part people enjoy uh their you know how they write here at sony santa monica so they might make that pretty intriguing if he yeah. did go to Roman gods, it was like he's gonna yeah. see how similar it is, and it'd be like maybe it could be something of the of the sense of like fuck it, I know I can't trust these people. I've I've dealt with these fucking people, yeah. and then in the end, they might be like, no, dude, we're cool here. Yeah, and I don't fucking trust you. <laughs> I remember Zeus. Yeah, like, exactly. My, but my name's Jupiter. Yeah. 
um you got that you have like the ancient egyptians you have the mayans you have um the native americans oh that would be so fucking amazing like, honestly any of I'm, those i'm more interested in a trace's journey um they can do both. I don't see why they. Yeah, no, that, a... and I think they. I think to be honest, I think that's what the plan is. Um, I don't know I for hope sure, so. but like if you look at um, Spider-Man, uh, mm-hmm. you know, developed by Insomniac, where they did the Spider-Man game, and then they did a side story for Miles Morales. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they do the same thing for Atreus. Oh, side story. Yeah. Little side story, and then eventually when they do come back. So, to do you think story, that's going to come out like as a DLC or as like a separate mini game know, that would, you buy? I think it would be just like Miles. Uh, like, because they did that with that. They did that with Uncharted um, Lost Legacy where it's like, it's its own game. It's just okay. a smaller game, which believe it or not, if they came out with a smaller version of a God of War game, there's a good chance I'm going to enjoy it because one of the issues <laughs> I have is because like, I don't want to deal with this. And like I said, I don't like the story from the beat. So yeah. it's like, it's already too long for me. I was like, I don't want to keep doing this. So if you gave me a smaller bite-sized version of that, and I I did not mind playing as Atreus. I enjoy playing as Atreus. Um, yeah, no, and... playing with him was fun. I just wish he had a melee weapon other than his bow. Um, now, there's like two moments in the game that I feel like really did stand out. Uh, and now that I'm, I just reminded myself by talking about playing as Atreus, when you first pick up the control and you are Atreus, mm-hmm. is a cool fucking moment. Yeah. Um. So you see, like in the game where you see that he sneaks out the window, and then for a lot of people, and myself included, uh, and you know, different podcasts I listen to and stuff, it's like where he's sneaking out, and then he kind of just stops. Myself included, and a lot of people kind of just like stood there. It's like, all right, is he gonna keep going? And they're like, wait a second, that's me. And then it's like you move the yeah. stick, and you are Atreus. Like, oh shit, they're doing it. I'm playing yeah. as Atreus. So that was like a cool moment. That was like a cool reveal. From my understanding, when the the people who got review codes of the game before the game officially released so they could give out previews and scores and stuff like that, um, they cut off the game up to that point. So it's uh, like you didn't know that you are going to play as Atreus. And for God of War 2018, they did a similar thing where it's like when you played the game, you played up until the point until you realize it's an open world game. So it's like uh, they played the game. It's like, oh, cool. It's like a linear story. And then the game actually comes out. And they're like, oh, fuck. It's open world. And it's like nobody <laughs> knew. So they did the same thing here. Where it's like, all right, it's cool. Get, oh, fuck. You play as Atreus? Nice. So it's like it was a cool surprise that they did. Um, but I thought that was a cool moment. And then um, one other thing I wanted to mention. the uh, As much as I don't like the game, the uh, the spear, mm-hmm. drop near, might be the best spear I've ever seen in a video game. Like, I've never wielded a spear in a game that controlled that well. I didn't like the melee moves with it. I really? liked the, the um, yeah, it was just like, boom, whatever. It was, you know. Um, I did a lot of that. Yeah, that's. It's great for the audio listeners right now. <laughs> yeah, you do a lot of, you do a motion. lot of, you know, poking and then yeah. you, you swing it around. But I've seen better, like, because the spear is just like a bow staff with a sharp end. Yeah. So uh, I feel like there's a lot I've seen better moves done with spears and bow staffs in other like fighting games. Uh one being um Soul Calibur. I think oh, his name oh. is Keelik. Like hey, that's spinning. A, that's a yeah. okay, that doesn't okay. Let me correct that, myself. In, in a in a story based uh okay. game. Yeah. If and you then talk the, about fighter fighting games then yeah. And then the other one was, um, which I enjoyed, uh, Monster Hunter. They had a weapon in there that was a spear. And one of my favorite moves was, like, you use the spear to push yourself into the air. And then, you know, you have other moves. So you 
you know, you kind of push it. You know, like that Olympic game where you're running with the thing and you push yeah. it down. And, but like, yeah, but you, you kind of do that with the spear. You jump in, you twist in the air and you're fighting. You do some aerial moves. And um, yeah, you you the only time you jump with the spear is like if you're running and then you kind of jump and then you press like R1 or something to activate an attack. You come down with it hard, but I don't know. I mean, there was that, the throwing yeah the throwing thing and then was pretty cool yeah no i i enjoyed the throwing i i used that a lot i would just stand back and just like fucking honestly (laughs) that might be one of the reasons where i realized like i could just get through fights so much faster yeah because i don't want to deal with these stupid fucking fights anymore so i would just stand there throw a million spears and throw more spears because i really didn't like the combat in this game at all um my favorite I, i i'm i was pretty equally like favored uh the axe or the blades uh, I use the blade. Uh, I use the axe when it's more of a one-on-one fight, mm-hmm. um, and then I use the blades when there's like a uh, a couple of people because they're swinging. Yeah. So I can hit a, multiple. Area. Yeah, I have more range, so I can hit multiple assailants at once. Yeah. No, with me it was um once I picked up the spear, I kind of like stuck with it. I still switched around here and there. Um, like I was talking about earlier, I didn't really learn the different moves. That yeah. you could do with it. I mean, I know that they're out there. I just didn't really care. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was um, that that was one of the things where I uh, we were talking about. I think we, before we started recording, even where in terms of the difficulty, like I was playing mm-hmm. at like the, I was just playing at like at the normal difficulty yeah, level. G- they call it give me balance. Okay, and then I got to the point where I was like, I was just so bored. I mean, I think I got to, I was fighting one of those people in like um, what's it called? Where you see the gravestone. And oh like yeah, the, the green giants or whatever. Yeah, well they're all different colors, but it's like Oh, okay. You um I was fighting against one. It was like my second or third one and it was like this hard-fought fight. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like just barely beat them and immediately I was like I'm putting this on the easiest level. I don't want to fucking deal with this. Like <laughs> like at this point I was just like I just wanted to finish this game. I was like yeah. if I encounter more of these, I'm probably going to do it, but it's like at this point I was still debating if I want to get the platinum. And I was like you have to beat all of them to get the platinum, so I was like okay. working my way through that. I was just like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm gonna put this on the easiest level because, like, I'm. I was don't that enjoy just the give me story, or did you do the one above that was give whatever me grace. is the lowest possible? Level. Oh, so give me story, yeah. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, I would do that, and then I and I, afterward I was like, I'm leaving it here because it's like I'm just flying through fights because I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not enjoying this, so I kind of just want yeah. to get it over with. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, I don't know. Um, let's wrap up the conversation of god of war ragnarok i think my final thoughts on this game was i loved it very much i love the characters um especially thor and odin they were really well done i enjoyed the hell of them so was heimdall um i love the story i thought it was very innovative it was very different um so i enjoyed the hell out of that and i can't wait to see more from um so is it sony santa monica yeah. Sony Santa Monica. I hope you guys do more um Kratos stories with different um realms of gods. I can I just yeah. can't wait. It's, it's funny fun. as as much as I don't like this game, I'd 100% recommend it. Uh simply because I know everybody <laughs> but me enjoys it. Yeah. So like if you're out there, if you haven't played this game and you listen to all this, for, well, sorry for spoiling shit, you shouldn't have listened. But um try it cuz uh, chances are you're very much going to enjoy this game. I'm just nitpicky. Um, yeah, but I mean, um, it's not like I said. Even though I dislike it, I didn't have. I mean, I enjoyed parts of it for sure, 
Um, and it's I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's definitely a good game. Just not my cup of tea, really. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, to each their own, right? So yeah. um, there's games people are going to like that obviously you don't like and yeah. vice versa. So. No, dude, there's a bunch of people that hate Last of Us Part 2. And those people are wrong and um, should be in jails. But for <laughs> you out there who are smart, you should definitely like and subscribe to our channel. Go check out all our other content comment below let us know what you think of god of war ragnarok um and uh did you like it do you agree with me do you agree with dan are you in the middle are you you know <laughs> you never know you might find someone out there then um uh, go check out our social medias and then go check out those wise guys website loswiseguys.com all right so game awards right the game awards 2022 and since we're speaking about God of War Ragnarok, and obviously the, the biggest title that comes out at the Game Awards is Game of the Year. And God of War did not win Game of the Year. Yeah. Now, Elden yeah, it was the Elden Ring. Um, I did not play Elden Ring. I know nothing about Elden Ring, but I know a lot of people loved Elden Ring. Changed the world, bro. Like, Elden yeah. Ring changed the world. It so was like, God of War. It was God of War 2018. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, um, well, you said that changed the world too. So I'm I'm going off of what you said. I mean, yeah, I it, it did. It did. But like Red Dead Redemption 2 came out that year, and I'm putting Red Dead over God of War easily. But it is <laughs> did it? Uh, God of War won that year, right? Game of the God year? of War won Game of the Year, but Red Dead Redemption won everything else, which is ironic yeah. because this year God of War God won War. everything, but Elden Ring won Game <laughs> yeah. of the Year. <laughs> hey, so. Let's see what that sequel is going to be like. Yeah. But God of War did not win Game of the Year. No. And I, I, I'm, I guess I'm okay with that. I really don't yeah. care about I didn't have title. a race at this horse. It was like God of War Ragnarok, which I didn't enjoy that much. Elden Ring, which I didn't want to play. I was just like... <laughs> but you did play Elden win. Ring, right? Huh? You did play Elden Ring. No, I didn't play. No, Elden you didn't play. I thought no, you I, did play. It. I watched a lot of Elden Ring because, like, I was on the fence okay. for a little bit. I was like, at one point, I was like, okay, I'm hearing a lot of good things. Let me just check it out a little bit. And then watching uh, a decent amount of gameplay, it confirmed that I did not want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, man, um, at least yeah. one thing is good. Is good. Your gut is consistent. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but, but um, yeah, I think I might eventually give Elden Ring a try, but I have a lot of backlog to play, yeah. so eventually I'll I'll get there. But the good thing about having a a lot of backlog to play is that I never run out of games to play, and then there's always new ones coming out, and then I can just play those, and then go back to the old ones and do that. So see, I want to point out what so what uh, most gamers deal with is everyone has a backlog. And there's always games that you are going to get to. Heavy Rain, I've been planning on playing that game since about 2016. Still haven't done it. <laughs> and every once in a while, I yeah, think yeah, about but it, like, you know what, I should play Heavy Rain. I, I don't know what Heavy Rain I don't know what Heavy Rain is. Is it a AAA title? Uh, it's, a, it's a strong, it's a strong double, but it was big at the time. But like, my backlog is like mostly all like AAA, PS exclusives. Well, Heavy Rain was a very much a critically yeah. acclaimed, like, beloved game. Okay. Whatever, man. I got, I still got Spider Man to play. Spider Man Morales. 
all this. Spider Man Morales, not Miles, just Spider Man Morales. Morales, yo, he's he's Moralesing out there. Um, so you you didn't play the 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 Spider Man? I forgot what year four? it is. Insomniac. No. And you fucking played Ragnarok. You disgust me. Well, if Spider Man Two comes out, I'll definitely play Spider Man and get to Spider Man Two and uh, Spider Man Morales, so we can talk about it on the podcast. So, <clears throat> please, do. you know, please I will, I will, I eventually will. But I gotta get through this goddamn wedding first, bro. It's fuck, man. Stay in with you. Give her a controller. It'll be fine. <sighs> Boy. Do the thing that you do that people always did with their little brothers and sisters and their cousins, where it's like, I want to play the game, and you give them the controller. It's not connected. I I did so a seed of anime today. Um, mm-hmm. with my niece, mm-hmm. and uh, I got her to watch like an episode of Sailor Moon. Oh, so it's it's because it, she they like the girly stuff. Yeah. So I showed her that Sailor Moon's a good they, option. They were kind of like interested, so I was yeah. just like, all right, get them into that. I tried to get them to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender, but they weren't having it. Yeah. And I almost disowned them, but that's besides yeah, the point. No, I, 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 know, I know exactly how you're feeling with that. <laughs> There've been a couple, so I I kind of like strategically got her to like Star Wars. I tried yeah. to do that a couple times. I have our last Airbender. It was not working. Like, shit, man. I tried a couple times. Maybe you'll have to start with Korra. Well, that's the thing. Maybe. She really she because there's a couple times like I've showed her a couple things of Korra. So like this is real cool. And then just me being stubborn, I was like, you have to watch the last Airbender first. <laughs> you can't do Korra. No, nah, it's cool. Story. So do do Korra. It's kind of be gonna be like the the prequel sequels type thing, you know. No, I, I know, I know exactly what it's gonna be. I was yeah. like, no, I don't care. I don't care. This is I'm the one creating, <laughs> curating this journey, and I say it's the last Airbender first or it's nothing. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! But yeah, that's besides the point. But yeah. um, so the I think I feel like the Game Awards at this point is Game of the Year and just new trailers. That's like all oh, people you're look forward insane, to. Dude. No, absolutely not. No. 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 <laughs> that, at least not me. It... Not the things I follow. Not at all. That's not. The game. What do like, you? So what do you look forward to the, in the game awards? So best performance is huge. Um, what's called? I okay. I love role playing games, so I want to know what's the best role playing game. I want to know what's the best action game or adventure game. Best mm-hmm. fighting game uh, goes a lot for me. Best uh, you know, best game obviously. Um, game of the year. It's like those things do matter to me, but it's. So we're looking at in this sense, Aslam. Do you give a shit about the Academy Awards? No. And remember last time the Academy Awards came out, I was just like, oh, look at that. This won this, this won that. And all anyone talked about was Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. And here I am caring about the awards. So here it is, Game Awards, same thing. I care about the awards, but sadly, what is everybody talking about that came out of the Game Awards? The trailers. No. What? No, the kid talking about Bill Clinton at the end of it. Oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, Eslam. So I don't want to shed too much light because fuck this kid. So oh, the I, one that snuck up on stage, right? Him, where he's yeah, yeah. So he, so I I watched it on replay. Yeah. So I was literally like skipping people talking and then just like seeing who won, seeing trailers, and okay. then just kept skipping, yeah. so I can get through the three hour event. Yeah. Um, so the yeah the kid he sneaks up there with the team who from Elden Ring. Yeah. They give out their speeches. They thank everyone. Everyone's happy. It's a big moment. Oh, my God. They fucking won game of the year. And then he goes out and he says, I'd like to nominate this award to my orthodox rabbi, Bill Clinton. And then they took him off the stage. What? Yeah. That makes no sense to me. I know. 
Well, you know what? It's on you, Jeff Keighley. Get better security. So, yeah, immediately Jeff Keighley tweeted that the kid got arrested, which Kotaku, I believe, reported that wasn't true. Oh, well, hopefully he gets arrested. (laughs) Well, they they interviewed the kid and everything. They're like, what were you doing? Were you trying to make a point? Were you trying to be anti-Semitic? Like, what was going on? And apparently he stayed in character and kept going. I was like, well, I just wanted to talk about my Orthodox rabbi. And they're like, you know what, kid? All right, cool. Enjoy your 15 minutes of fame. Fuck you. So it's like, it upsets me because I enjoy video games. The Game Awards do mean a lot to me. So it's just like, yeah. I want to see this medium grow. And then you have assholes like that. So. Well, I think I think it's definitely growing yeah. with because of the, the phenomenal stories that are being created. Yeah. Stuff like The Last of Us that have reverberated through... Whether you're a gamer or not, I'm, you've heard of The Last of Us at and least. And you're going to most likely enjoy the show yes. this January. Right. You got God of War. People, it's it's in the ether. You have stuff like uh, Bayonetta. You have like these huge games that kind of reverberate outside yeah. of Elden like Ring. the gaming community. Elden Ring. Um, Persona. There's, I mean, the list goes on. Yeah, exactly. So I think th- the medium is definitely growing and growing and growing. And mm-hmm. with the added advances in technology and the amazing graphics and what they can do now with these wonderful engines Mm -hmm. that they produce games with i think i don't know you know i'll i'll do a hot take my my two cents in in another decade i think gaming medium media will be the top form of media that we have before back in the day it was movies right being on the silver screen was the the best things tv was looked down upon right we moved over and then now tv was like the big thing right getting like these multi-season shows and whatever that was the big thing i think now i think it's social media (laughs) if anything now what's that i think it's social media like the streamies and stuff like that streamies yeah, what the fuck's the streamies? Dude, get with the times, you fucking old man. Like, the <sighs> biggest medium right now is YouTube. The platform that you're watching no, is on right yeah, now. No, obviously, yeah, yeah, no, no. So I'm it's saying... like, yeah, there's the there's the streamies where there are actual, like, awards for YouTube Yes, but like is YouTube, how much of YouTube content is storytelling? It's a different format of storytelling. Sure. Like, people go there to, it's not so much... <sighs> It's it's not this it's not like a one for one in the sense of you go to see the Oscars to see who wins best picture or something mm-hmm. like that. With this, it's you're going to consume content. It could be it could be story based, where it could be like a normal medium that's done on YouTube. It could be what we're doing right now. It could mm-hmm. be a quote unquote talk show where you're you want to see what's going on. So it's like it's kind of just encapsulated obviously, everything. Obviously, exactly, and that's why it's the biggest medium, right? Because yeah. it has everything that everyone could ever want. Right. Yeah, uh, but take YouTube out of it because I, I I'm talking about I don't see that a specific. Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying YouTube is going away. I'm not saying. I don't. I'm not saying that not either. Saying. I'm just. I, what I'm saying is, you're saying that in ten years it would be gaming. I think in ten years it's still YouTube or whatever is the new version of YouTube. But I I feel like the mediums I'm talking about are separate from YouTube. Like it's okay. not in the same ballpark. Okay. Like I, YouTube is gonna be youtube forever right like you're putting out content you're curating audiences and that it's it is what it is it you were are gonna find the content you want 
by the people you want on YouTube, right? You're not going to always find that on Netflix. You're not going to always find that on wherever, right? And gaming, it's a hit or miss, right? It depends on who's creating the game. Sometimes you're going to like it. Sometimes you're not, whatever. Um, I feel like TV, movies, and gaming are kind of in the same sense because it's a group. Uh, it's like these companies creating content for the masses and it's kind of like uh, you like it you like it you don't you don't this is the product that we made whereas youtube you have a company that hosts mass media in d many many different forms uh -huh. that you can so i i feel like they're in two different hemispheres okay. these contents so i feel like in 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 my opinion gaming because of how interactive it is and how fast the story um the story quality and immersion is evolving with games like god of war um the last of us um horizon no. uh, things like that i feel like in 10 years we're going to be Hades, right? Hades, I'm sure, had an amazing story because oh, yeah. it won I mean, Game of the Year last on. year. In terms of indies, you got right? like Celeste as another one. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. So so you have you, – you take all you take all that, evolve it again by 10 years, and I think that's going to be your – out of those three, like movies, TV shows, and, or gaming, I think you're going to get some of the best stories from gaming. And I think that's happening right now, um, in my opinion. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see that uh, happen. Um, I, I really don't know. Uh, but, yeah. no, that, I could see well, that. Well, I'm just making a prediction, you know. Yeah, Obviously, I can be 100% wrong. Yeah, but, no, uh, I mean, it's it's not it's not insane, uh, yeah. really, what it comes down to. You're, you, it's, a, it's a reality that very well could exist. And I think yeah. I think more people are going to start. Like, you, you, right now, you have Idris Elba joining the cyberpunk Um as, as a character. Al Pacino at the Game Awards presenting an award. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like you're going to find more actors and more people stop being like, this yeah. is not for us or this is just for the kids yeah. and start to well, see it as a real art form and a real way of storytelling just like they did eventually with TV you know, right? Because there were movie snobs. They they looked down on TV, and then you're, oh, you're just a TV actor and stuff like that. Exactly. So now, I feel um, like no, I feel like that's gonna evolve, and then you're gonna get even bigger, and not necessarily doesn't just have to be bigger, but a lot of great content coming from these actors trying to get into these projects and really, you know. I mean, one of the best um, examples of exactly what you just said was uh, Christopher Judge, and he said it in his speech, and he said it multiple times over the past years, was just like when he first uh, auditioned to do God of War 2018, um, he didn't know it was for a video game. And he said that if uh, if he would have known, there's a very good chance he wouldn't have even uh, auditioned. Oh, wow. And look at him okay. now. It's just like that's arguably his biggest role ever. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I mean, I, know I still he was love from, him as Teal'c. Yeah, I was about to say, I, Teal'c, I do know he's from boy. what's it called. But um, but yeah, no, he's that's his biggest role. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, you have that with Christopher Judge, and then you have somebody like James Gunn, who I talked mm -hmm. to you guys about last week, where he's running like DC projects and stuff like that now. But he legit came from video games, like he did uh, Lollipop Chainsaw. 
Mm-hmm. Like he was game director on that. Now he's like one of the biggest movie directors in the world. Yeah. So it's like the it's it's not all interchangeable, but you do see people who would find success in one medium or the other if they were willing yeah. to cross over. And Hideo Kojima is a big part of that. Yeah. Um, Chris Judge also played Black Panther in Avengers game. He will def be in more stuff. Thank you, Rudy. Um, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. And happy birthday, Henry. Happy the birthday. The number Henry. one fan is back in the chat. Thank you for joining us. Um, since, since you are, both are in the chat, uh, quick heads up. So for this league, LWGFEGL ends this coming Sunday. Okay? Yeah. Um, and then next week, draft time. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Um, so, uh, it, do you want to mention any of the awards that you enjoyed uh, being given out to certain games, or um, um, not? Re- I don't really need to specify. Like, I feel like a lot of them weren't really all that surprising. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I'm sorry, Henry in the chat. Just come. I can't <laughs> believe I won the league. Yeah. No, he- you want you you got an award coming at the definitely tune in the next week's episode. Um, I made sure that uh, I, I already have the award set for who won what in the league, and there are a couple of new uh, new awards, new awards. Um, so definitely stay tuned for next week's episode. <laughs> I but, love um, Henry's optimism. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And here comes Rudy. I'm going to draft the shit out them bitches. Yep. Yeah, well, let's see if you actually play this year. But um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I swear to God, if he doesn't play this year, it, uh, his game should be like just taken away from him. And, that and... it adds, it adds to the, um, it adds to it though. It's like these great games potentially that are pulled away that now they're just stuck in the ether and just wasted away because he won't play. Nah, fuck it. That adds to it. Away. it adds I'm, to it. I'm gonna hack his account. And Dude, do last trades. time we played, this man picked up BioMute because he thought it was a really good game. He was, it was the fucking negative. <laughs> the game never looked good. He's the oh BioMute, that might do something. Ah, fuck you. Yeah. But no, um, I think the game awards it was all well and good. Um, I feel like there really wasn't anything too unexpected in terms of like who won what. Uh, from what I could remember, I, I was working for it. I went back. I've seen bits and pieces, so I still haven't even seen the whole thing because you know I've been so busy with just life. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I mean, I know God of War walked away with a lot of it, which is deserving since so many people enjoyed it. Elden Ring winning game of the year. That's deserved as well. Um, it's won game of the year on multiple platforms, including IGN and GameSpot, yeah. I believe. They're, I saw IGN game of the year as well. Game of year, yeah. yeah, so it's like Elden Ring really did change the world. So, you know, uh, it's well-deserved. Uh, definitely means. not games I would play. Me, I would probably still pick Sports Story if Sports Story just just fucking release. I want to play it. Devolver <laughs> <laughs> Digital, what's up, guys? I want to play this game. Oh, is Devolver uh, Digital? Yeah, man. Oh, shit. I did not know that. Yeah, dude. Play Golf Story. Seriously. My God. Now that you said Devolver Digital, I'm definitely going to give it a shot. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Golf Story is amazing. I can't wait for Sports Story. That's definitely game of the year. Yeah. If it comes out in December, like they say That's on the Switch, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Go for it. I might take it to Dubai with me. I'll watch it. I'll I'll just take it to Dubai with me. But um, no, nah, man. But Game Awards, I thought uh, overall it wasn't a bad show. Keeley's definitely improving. The Game Awards are getting better every year. There's no denying yeah. that. Um, so you know, I can't. I mean, honestly, it, I think it looked better than like some of the other awards. Visually. Yeah, dude, he went yeah. all out. Like Keeley goes hard for this, and he's yeah. the the Keeley verse still is, needs is to growing. get a better um, fucking outfit. So I would like, point something. What out. are those people called? What are those people called? A stylist. Like, I don't know. Yes, stylist. He needs to get a better stylist. So I I want to point something out. So one of the uh, 
So when, when after I kind of saw the like the end of the awards after I got home from work and I would go back the past couple days and try to watch stuff, I did watch the beginning of it through another like mm-hmm. group like their reaction to the game award so that yeah. way I could kind of listen to what their reactions are I'd be like oh something big's happening let me check it out. The very first thing Keely comes out and the one person legit says Man, still styling like always. Like he looks, still looks good. Look at his sneaker game; looks amazing. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Make a mental note. You have to tell us all people <laughs> actually like Keeley's clothing." I I've guess, never man. Noticed it. I know you always have to freaking. I feel like you just pause a bit. Like, hey, let me just check out his sneakers. You have to always look at what he's wearing on his. No, feet. I mean like the, the zoom outs and stuff like that. You can like, especially if. So he was wearing a black suit. I think like a velvet jacket, and then he had white sneakers. So the contrast just pops. Like, it catches the eye. So, I don't know. Yes, I've seen people wear sneakers with shoes. Sneakers with shoes. Sneakers with um, suits. It's always weird to me. And and people do style it. They wear, like, very fancy sneakers. No, it's it's a style. Um, They wear, like, these fancy, like... um, um, Like, uh, Jordans and stuff like that with certain suits and shit like that. I just think it looks weird, and that's just me. You know, it is what it is. I'll, I'll, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Keely can show up naked on that stage. I won't notice. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Notice. But um, yeah, no. Uh, last I didn't, thing I'm paying attention to with the game like awards is people's clothes. But that's no, nah, he's great, man. I, I love his en- enthusiasm and uh, his love so. for Hideo Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, Man has when, an obsession. dude. When he was announcing Death Stranding too, I, you saw the twinkle in his eye. Yeah. I was like, "God damn, bro!" Yeah. And Hideo I hope doesn't. He's in this game too. Hideo doesn't like. Um, just doesn't. He's like so Hideo's cool about a, it. It's weird. Hideo is like one of those like weird eccentric people, but who's yeah. also like the most normal person in the world yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. he's too normal in a sense it's it's he's weird, probably but... on the spectrum a little bit i don't mm. know man he's weird and then it's just like yeah every once in a while you look at his twitter he's just like yeah i'm just hanging out with jordan peele and guillermo del toro <laughs> and then here's another one it's does like, he just hey. walk around with the translator then i think so you know he has like a really big podcast that's come out where it's just like there's the japanese version and the english version who somebody just translates what he's saying into a podcast oh interesting okay but yeah I, I mean, <laughs> some of the biggest podcasts, like, um, they dub their podcasts yeah. in other languages so other people can see it. Mr. Beast does that. He's, he's, I think, one of the, f- like, the first one that started doing that. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. On YouTube where he has different. <clears throat> yeah. People, uh, um, all right. So, should we jump into some of the trailers from it. the Game Awards? Let's do um, it. <clears throat> which one do you want to do first? I don't, you need to surprise me. Okay. Surprise me. I want to be surprised. Um, I'll surprise you. My God, I will surprise you. I will surprise. Sorry. Okay, you lost me, but you won me back with that one. You won me back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of the next lyrics, but I don't know if you're going to start up soon, so I don't want to interrupt. If you no, go it. for it. It's playing an a tri- okay, so uh, advertisement. Oh, as long as I know fi- how to find a hiding spot. No, I, I, give me a second. Give me a second. Because I'm thinking of a surprise party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, as long as I know how to hide, I know I'll give you shock. Yeah, I'll surprise. How's that? Well, that's good. That's good. That? I dig it. I dig it. Teamwork. <laughs> <Yeah>. Teamwork. <laughs> While I load up this fucking video. Teamwork. <laughs> Still going. Yeah, let's go. All right. All right. Um. I picked this video because, you know, I, I just want to shout out the late and great Kevin Conroy. Absolutely. So we're going to watch Suicide 
kills the Justice League. So let's go. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Kill what did I say? Suicide kills the Justice League? <laughs> Very good game. How are you, how are you driving, Henry? <laughs> this door will not hold. We must barricade it. You know who the voice yeah, of King Shark is? Here, pal. Was that? Do you know who the voice the of King Shark is? Who? We must Samoa Joe, the wrestler. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah stay here, pal. <laughs> I love how the the life size uh, cut out of Batman scared the shit out of her. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's Flash, but for a second I thought it was Deadpool. Oh, I spent a lot of time like, on how I was gonna kill you with it. You're mine now, and you're in for a world of. That was a finger, right? Oh, shit. I guess. I think he cut off a finger by accident. You hear that? <laughs> hey, Bruce. I love how everybody just fucking knows his identity now. Like, what the fuck? Well, this is in the Arkhamverse. Yeah. So it's like, remember, that was the big reveal at the end. Batman doesn't kill people. Why the lights turn red? Because it's Batman. Let me turn off this close caption. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman. I love how you hear the people pop as soon as they yeah. recognize his voice. As soon as he says the, the, the most iconic Batman. line, one-liner of all time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... So this wasn't a game trailer by uh, Rocksteady. This is just, um, it's honestly just a tribute to Kevin Conroy. Uh, we haven't seen gameplay yet, 100%, right, if I'm not mistaken? For We've this game? Yeah, we, we have? Yeah. Um, okay, so I haven't seen gameplay yet. So mm -hmm. this is a game I picked up for this year that got delayed till 2023. So, um, yeah, we'll... we'll... Yeah, I think I remember making fun of you for that, saying there's no way that's coming out this year. Probably, yeah. I'm, I'm sure yeah, you did. I think you did that for a lot of my games, but yeah. hey, you know what? what you know, know, you know what the one know? I'm most happy about. What's that? Lord of the Rings Gollum. Fuck yeah, that got delayed till next year. Let's go. The fact that you're not happy about like having like a really high score for like nope. Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> or Horizon Forbidden <laughs> West. No, you're happy that one of your games got delayed. That's counterpick <laughs> that you can't even drop. Like I know, but I, but if that game came out. I would. I, it would have been a fucking chocobo situation. Watch that win game of the year next year. What? Uh, Lord of the Rings Golem? Watch it. Watch it win that. <laughs> that would be. You Get know that what? First. I dare you to pick it up first pick. 
No, nah, fuck out of here. I'm not doing that. But um, I hope this game turns out good. We'll see what happens. I mean, I I, I believe this is Kevin Conroy's last um, yeah, last performance. Uh, do you think? Batman. Do you think that's gonna be like just sentimental wise? If they're gonna make it like people are just gonna uh, review it better, or I don't know. I think to be perfectly honest, I looked at gameplay in the game. It doesn't look appealing to me. Mm-hmm. But um, that's just my opinion. Okay. Uh, so I don't know. But maybe that will give it points. Be like, hey, Kevin Conroy, they'll be like, he gives a great performance, this, that, and the other. But he's not one of the main characters. So you really can't base it off him. You would have to base it off the That squad is very itself. true. Yeah, he's so, not a main character. So I don't know, um, to be perfectly honest with you. Okay. All right, let's move on. Next game trailer that so we didn't obviously we're not doing all the game trailers we picked a couple. Yeah, we um, picked a few. So this one is Earthblade. For some reason you wanted to do this game, Dan. So I want to yes. see why. I have you never hear heard the people of pop. Celeste. You hear the people I, pop. I remember seeing this game. Yeah. So, um, Celeste. Any yeah. game that kind of surprised everyone was a game of the year contender just a few years ago. And it was like, this indie game just took the world by storm. Amazing gameplay. Uh-huh. Some of the best soundtrack, some of the best music I've ever heard. Some of the best music ever released in a video game. Okay. Celeste. Um, and it's all platforming, right? Yeah, and it's just phenomenal. I actually went back and replayed the game this year, um, from beginning to end. And basically, it's the same team that did that. It's the same style. It looks exactly the same. It looks like this. The only difference is this time there's combat involved. There was no combat in Celeste. It was kind of just like going through the maze. Yep, just platforming and trying to reach the thing. And mm-hmm. there would be like extra levels where you could get extra collectibles and stuff like that. And then. Like a like you would with a remember cassettes back in the day where they would have a B side, uh-huh. you could unlock B side levels where you would have different remixes of the song that would, would play, and then it would be like a slightly different version or a harder version of a level that's now on the B side. So yeah. it's like it was really innovative. It was really cool the way they did it, and the game was like about mental health of all things. Oh, interesting. So it's uh, I, I mean, Celeste is on everything. I believe it's on Game Pass. If anybody who hasn't played Celeste, I highly recommend it. One of the best games. I still listen to the soundtrack on Spotify. That's how nice. good it is. So Earthblade looks the same. Um, now there's combat involved. Comes out 2024. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Um, when I first played Celeste, I did play it on the Switch. Uh-huh. Um, as a matter of fact, both times I played it, I played it on Switch. and Just a phenomenal, phenomenal game. Yeah, okay. Um maybe i'll give it a try one day but i mean i can't promise you it's got so much but um i i I don't think i've ever been super into platformers Uh i think the only platformer that i really played was contra and um, that is really old (laughs) so um but yeah that's that was about it i mean oh i mean or super mario yeah well that's given yeah, but, but uh, yeah, Rudy. Is the other that, one, uh, Celeste, a great game. Never finish it. Seriously, go back and finish it, dude. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, man. Um, all right. So, I guess I'll put that on my list for the LWGFVGL 2024. Um, 
Earthblade. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> All right, let's jump into the next trailer. I'm just trying to figure out if you're going to remember that you said that or not, or are you going to try to pick it up next week? What? I'm just curious to see if you're going to try to pick that up next week. No, I said 2024. I know. I know what you said. Oh, you think I'm just going to forget? Yeah. Like, yeah, but I, I have a list, so I'm just going to go off the list yeah. I made. That's all good. That's all good. So, No, don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. It's cool. Okay. I mean, I won't pick it up because it's not coming out for another year. So, Yeah, no. Absolutely. Unless it gets, you know, yeah. delayed. So yeah. There's always that. Next up is it's Judas fine. from the makers of Bioshock. Ken Levine, right? I always forget his first name. Yeah, something like that. Never played Bioshock, so I don't know much about this franchise or the style of game. Yeah, it looks a lot like it, too. Mm -hmm. It looks a lot like Bioshock. Bioshock, I only tried a little bit here and there. I never really messed with it. Um, the older I get, I realize I can't do first-person games. Yeah, I've never been into the like. I think I've said it before. Like the only like first-person, yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of it in like uh, when it's a person. People say it's coming. You know what? They're right. So that's a, you can tell by people's reaction. That's a big deal. Um, probably yeah. not something I'm really going to mess with, to be honest. But simply because of who's attached to it, that's enough. Because Bioshock is such a beloved franchise. Um, you know, uh, not necessarily my bag. Like I said, I tried it. I want to say it's all on Game Pass now for anybody who wants to try out Bioshock. Um, I even think they have like the updated, like remastered versions. But. Um, this being, uh, and I feel like I'm saying the wrong name, but Ken Levine, um, this being a game made by him, uh, the creator of Bioshock, that's something that mm -hmm. right there alone, so many people love that franchise. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to have eyes on this game, and this game looks a lot like Bioshock, just more up-to-date uh, version of it with you know what's going on and it's it's a crazy story in bioshock where there's different stuff going on there's like this underwater like, i was gonna world. ask about that yeah because... this one looks like it's taking place in space it's it's crazy i mean i don't even i can't even begin to yeah. try to guess what the fuck the story's about like exactly it's out there um but it's <laughs> like it's very mean, innovative but... it's very interesting it's very fun um and it makes you think a lot too uh, that's good so it's that I mean that's Bioshock. I'm sure Judas is going to be the same. So definitely keep an eye out for that uh, for when it does come out because it's going to be big. Um, speaking of Idris Elba, uh, earlier we joining. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we we were speaking. No, I'm just saying. Like earlier, we did. Like right now, it was like we were just talking. That's about That's what Judas. I said. I said earlier. I got you, man. I got you. I mean, if you didn't cut me off halfway through my sentence, I heard you, you say me. earlier. I heard you say yeah. earlier. I'm just saying it's just like that's that's that was like an hour ago, bro. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> so we've only been talking for an hour. Oh man. 
I'm gonna start doing that. Well, speaking of sushi, like, bro, we didn't talk about sushi for six months. We did though, at some point. Whatever, man. <laughs> How many times you willing to get burned before you stop trusting someone? How many times you gotta take a bullet for these motherfuckers in the name of empty promises? Sounds very familiar. Military runners, intelligence operatives, all the rotten fish in one fucking barrel in this dog town. Tell me you've got a plan. Not a plan. A man. If there's anyone we can trust now, it's him. Solomon Reed, FIA. So, what do we do now? Dogtown. Burn it to the ground's what we'll do. It's a simple choice. Them or us. Peace comes at a price. Someone's always got to pay. So now Cyberpunk hey, 2077. See you in Night City. So now Cyberpunk 2077 has two huge actors tied to the game. Um, Idris Elba, obviously, uh, newcomer, and then the person who started with the game, uh, Keanu Reeves. Yep, Johnny Silverhand. Yeah. Um, yeah I didn't so play this game, even though I bought it. Like, I pre-ordered it. Um, got the... Got the metal case for it. I forget what it's called. The the steel box. I'm sorry. Steel box. Thank you. I got the steel box for it, and uh, the game's still in the wrapper. Haven't played it yet. But yeah, I, I still highly recommend you don't play that PS4. No, I'm gonna wait until I get the PS5 and just yeah. stick it in there and get the upgrade and uh, play it there. But I mean, I wouldn't put. I wouldn't use that disc. Ever. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I mean, if you want, you could, but like I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that. Like, get the PS5 version of it when that when you do decide to get it. Damn, I don't know if I'm gonna pay for it twice. Okay, then you know it's gone, it's lost to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh well. Yeah, oh, I mean, well, because it's like at this point, I don't know if the PS4 disc version is gonna, I mean, gonna be good enough. Like, I know they've done a lot to fix it, but it's like it, we're hitting a point where it's just like. There you go. Rudy has a PS5 they, if you need it. They have, um, don't they have like free upgrades? Yeah, but it's like they're going to be putting a lot more work into the more modern day console than they will into it. Like, I feel like they'll fix the PS4 version up to a point. Like, this is very common in games. And no, they won't, so is yeah. so like when I put it in an opt in for the free upgrade, do I get the PS5 version or no? Since you have it on not... disc, I don't think that's a possibility. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Either way, I'm not paying for it again. I would look into again. it. Yeah, yeah, I would look into it just I mean, to be sure. See what happens when I get around to it. Who knows if it'll even matter at that point? But that's my heavy you know. rain. <laughs> yeah, um, I might have a lot of those. But let's jump into Armored Core and see what mm-hmm. that's all about. Uh, another franchise I never heard of. You, you were telling me this is a franchise that's making a comeback. So um, yeah, this, is, this game's a big deal. You saw, you saw that? You saw that? 
for See how excited he is? Global announcement. Like you, you hear he it knows. in his voice. Like his voice shook. That's wild. Keely, if you pay attention to Keely, he does this stuff. Whenever he's about to reveal something that's really big, he's like shaking with excitement. Like that's a regular <laughs> Yo, thing for him. It's so wild. Always pay attention because like people call that out. Like if you're watching other people react to the game awards like live or whatever, yeah, they do that. I was like, oh fuck, did you see Keely? Something big's about to happen, dude. Like his voice here, where he's like something yeah. big, it's like his yeah. voice shakes. That's wild. He does that, or he'll like do some type of like condescending like. I'm about to give you some real shit. Like, get ready. Like, he, it's like he does different things. Or like, oh man, he don't. Dude, Keeley's a gamer. At the other day, nah, so it's, like it's, he, he it's knows, fantastic. You know? I love his yeah. enthusiasm. Yeah. This global announcement. Like right there, <laughs> he's almost out of breath. Oh, oh shit, Bandai Namco. Like people are already like they just feel it because there's been like kind of like rumblings of this. When I saw this game, uh, when I was like watching uh, the Game Awards a couple of days ago, it reminded me of this like PSP game that came out, and I don't know if it's the same thing, but I doubt it. But whereas this mech thing, also where you kind of build your own mech, you fight it, and uh, sometimes you can set an AI to use your mech to fight your battles for you. But yeah. I was kind of just confused. Go yeah, for it. I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know Armored Core. Like I, I know okay. of the franchise. I never messed with you. You know how I am with, with mechs in general. And just yeah, that's true. I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan. But um, I, I know that it does have like a. It for the longest time, I always thought of it just being like a niche, like audience, like where they okay. like it had its fans. But like over the years, I'm, I'm starting to hear more and more people talk about. Man, they want more Armored Core. It's been too long. We need more. So it's like I know people do enjoy it. Apparently, I didn't know it was as beloved as it is. And now yeah. with the uh, yeah with the team who made Elden Ring and did um, Sekiro, who won Game of the Year just a couple of years ago, yeah, like they're the team doing this. So it's like people are just expecting the world from software. Listen to that reaction. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of lag on my end. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's, it's good for you. It's so far on my end is just playing normally. It might just be my Twenty twenty three. Now it doesn't even say when in twenty twenty three or like fall, spring, uh -huh. winter, whatever. And by you saying it's the same team that did Elden Ring, who they also just dropped a um DLC for Elden Ring, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, either it's about to drop or they just announced it, something along those yeah. lines, yeah. I don't know if this game is actually gonna come out in twenty twenty three. Look at you. Look at you paying attention to the details. I'm proud of you, man. This is yeah. why 
You were in second place for most of the year this year. In the <laughs> I was, oh, fuck you. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so it is. Yeah, That's I a mean, solid point. That's a solid point. It looks point. interesting. Maybe it will come out. Maybe it'll do. It'll pull um, uh, River City Girls, you know, and come out literally <laughs> a week before the year ends. But. It, it you never know you never know but this looks like a it could be a huge game visually it, it looks amazing yeah and this is cinematic we we got to see i don't think that was gameplay um when the robots were fighting it looked still cinematic but yeah i, I, don't, I don't even know if it's in engine to be honest with you um, oh yeah okay i mean if I they're if they're claiming it's 2023 i would assume so yeah but um you know i can't 100 percent confirm that um, but yeah, man, it's, if it does hit, I feel like it's gonna, it's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. I, I mean, they did announce that it's going to play like an armored core game. It's not going to play like a souls game, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, uh, like Elden yeah. Ring and all the other stuff. So I don't know if that's going to be a good thing for people because people do love the souls style so much now. Um, I don't know if that's something that's going to work against it or people who do like the uh, the armor core franchise are going to be welcome that that it plays more like the you know true armored core game but uh only time will tell and like you said it may or may not come out in 2023 is yeah 100 percent. um yeah let's just uh let's jump into jeff Keeley's favorite game sequel game game sequel from his favorite person on earth. You got it. Death Stranding 2. Mm-hmm. Let's go. So I, I remember you telling me about this game. I remember Rusty telling me about this game. Um, I remember some details about it. But now this kind of looks weird. Oh, yeah. No, Even weirder. Yeah, it has to look weird. <laughs> Today the Kojima game, man. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he talked a little bit about it at the end of the... uh, After the trailer played, uh, he came out. He spoke a little bit about the game. And how he had a script before the pandemic. And then after going through the pandemic, he ended up rewriting the whole script. and Because basically he wrote the pandemic. He's like, I don't want to write the future again. Yeah, so... (laughs) I mean, jeez. So, one fun fact I want to point out. Um, Do you hear the person singing? Do I know? Do you hear him? I do hear him. That uh, that is the voice of Joel from The Last of Us, because he's in this game too. Oh, um, fuck! I forgot his name. Troy Baker. Troy Baker, yes. Yeah. He was also going to be in The Last of Us show. Yes, he is. Him and uh, the actress who also voices Ellie. I forgot her name too. There you go. Could be mistaken, but that might have been Troy Baker's Troy Baker's character right there with the gun in the hood. Yeah, but why was there a baby in her nose? Well, I believe that's the same thing where it's like the BB that used to be in the outer um, umbilical thing from the previous game. I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> Bro, Death Training makes no fucking sense as well. Why is baby got wings? Why wouldn't it? Also, there was an octopus at the end. Yeah. So, 
because of the ink oh, and it's coming from their eyes and stuff. It's okay. Yeah. I didn't play the first game. Oh, you didn't? Okay, then oh. it was Rusty that. Yeah, I know of the game. You know, I meant it when I said I understand how you feel. But if you hold on to the sadness, it'll weigh you down like an anchor. Is that all ink or is that just water? I think that's a fucking. Uh, reaper. <laughs> Come meet my crew, Sam. Don't go, Sam. Her voice sounded like one of those robots. Oh yeah, this shit too. So let love warm That's Troy Baker's character. The yeah, I guess he wears a mask now. The game is so beautiful you wanna like it. That's a quote That's... from Rudy. <laughs> yeah, see the shit? Yeah. yeah, what the fuck? Why is there why is there an octopus baby, Kojima? Why wouldn't there be, you know? You're asking the wrong questions. Why is there Instead of asking goddamn why is there, you have to ask baby. why is there, you know? Gosh darn it, Kojima. That, hey man, um, you don't you don't you just experience it. You don't question it, you know. Uh I question everything, sir. I question everything. And how's that worked out for you, you know? You're happy with yourself? Great, actually. You're yeah, happy I'm, with yourself? I'm ecstatic. Your it's one big crystal. Well, that's genetic, so I can't question <laughs> genetics. I have no control over that. But let's jump into this next game. Now, I wanted to put this on our list because I thought it looked very interesting. Uh, it seemed like it was going to have an interesting storyline. I think they showed a little bit of gameplay. Um, but, yeah, let's just jump in and we can talk Published about it. Published by Focus Entertainment. Uh, this game is called um, Banishers. Ghosts of New oh, Eden. Oh, don't nod. Okay, this is the don't nod game. Yeah. So, you're a banisher, eh? Also, doesn't that dude look like ghosts, Disco a little bit? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. That's all I'm gonna see now. <laughs> it's disco in the video game. That's why he's not on the podcast. This week. Yeah, he was too busy doing this shit. He was doing mocap for this game. Yes, but I've never seen a ghost myself. But they are real, right? It's the hair and the beard. Just do a close-up on him. My child will have. <laughs> so what? He is going to speak in a little him. bit. Yeah. It'd be funny if he starts like doing Disco's banners like. Ha, ha, ha. like... <laughs> Pull jar of peanut butter from off screen. <laughs>
It's insane how much that looks like disco. That's crazy. <laughs> It takes a brave man to walk these wilds alone. Interesting. Yeah. So I, it looked interesting to me. I just and what's looking interesting to me is the story, like of the what is a banisher? What's with the ghosts? Yeah. Why are the ghosts this way in this world? And those are the questions that came to my mind, and that's what I want to know more about. <clears throat> no, the also, thing he is, had a musket. Yeah. So, the what the the whole thing uh, I popped for don't nod. The moment I saw it said it's don't nod, and you even see Rudy in the chat. He's shouting yeah. don't nod. This is the team that does one of our favorite franchises. Um, they've taken over the Life is Strange franchise. And uh, they started with Life is Strange Before the Storm, and then they did Life is Strange um, 3. I forgot the actual term for it. Uh, Rudy, if you're still listening, you can type it in. But um, True Colors, never mind. Beat you to it, Rudy. Uh, so Life is Strange True Colors and Life is Strange Before the Storm. Okay. Um, Life is Strange is one of like the best like narrative written games of my, in my opinion. Like I love it. Uh, mm -hmm. Think of it like you remember like the Telltale games. Yeah. So it's like Telltale, but it runs good. Like that's that's <laughs> like that's like but what Tone Not good. does. Yeah. Okay. So um, and Life is Strange, the two games. There's four Life is Strange games in total. They did two of them. The two they did are great. Um, the other team they did great as well, but. Um, Life is Strange doesn't have combat. It's, and at the end of this trailer, you can clearly see that there is combat in it. So yeah. I'm very curious to see how they do combat in a video game. Yeah, um, okay. Granted, it's a video game studio. I'm sure they're more than capable of doing it. But like the walking around and the quality of how everything looks and everything, that that is Don't Nod. Like, it looks quality. Like Telltale doesn't look this good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Nod. <clears throat> so it's like it's it, they usually do that type of narrative game. Um, but it looks like this time they're venturing into something that's maybe a little bit more action-focused. So... I can't tell. Uh, I can't wait to see what they do with that. Um, putting Disco in a Don't Nod game is something I'm very much looking forward to. Yeah, 100%. Look at him. He yeah. got a musket. He has a saber. Uh, he has that um, torch in the back right there. So, I mean, that's definitely Disco. I feel like that's what he carries around with him all the time, 100%. also, right Just now. Just put a slingshot in his hand. You're good to go. <laughs> Damn straight. Like, it's uh, we're good to go. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but I don't know. It stood out to me. I the concept seemed interesting. The um, uh, the like I said, yeah, the concept seemed interesting. The the visuals seem interesting. Uh, I like ghosts. I like to see how they are portrayed, the story behind them, their abilities, their why they're that way. So there's going to be a lot of interesting things to answer for this game, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely not coming out in 2023, though. So it's at end of 2023, maybe. Um. Oh yeah, it could be. I I didn't see the end of 2023 part, but um. Yeah, I guess it could be coming out if it uh, if it doesn't get delayed. But they did show a tiny bit of gameplay, so hopefully that was an engine. Let's jump into this. Final Fantasy 16. So fuck that. Your Highness, 
What happened? He said, fuck that joke about. <laughs> Creative business unit number three. I've never played Final Fantasy game, I so I don't know. If I am controlling it. <laughs> They're tender. If it's yeah. Yeah, visually it looks amazing. <clears throat> okay, Henry's not speaking in tongues, that's not okay. What happened? Henry is not speaking in tongues, it's okay, that's not. Thank you, that's the one I was trying to remember. Uh, Henry, thank you. I don't know if it's Ifrit or Ifrit. <clears throat> I wanted to ask about that. What do we do? They <laughs> Thirteen years I've waited for this chance. I won't be dying today. Come to me, Ifrit! Ifrit, there you go. <laughs> so is that the monster right there? Yeah, he's like the fire summon. Okay. Which Shiva, makes sense. Shiva's the ice. The other ones I'm still not familiar with. I'm not the biggest into Final Fantasy. I'm still fairly new. Henry definitely knows it much more better than I do. Yeah. Um, I'm still 27, 2023. So I, when I heard that the first time, I was like, oh, they're using an Arabic word. That's interesting. Mm. Um which which I wanted to ask about um, if that was the monster. So in Arabic, um, Afrit um, is uh, a word for like a, like a like a monster, a ghost, um, Interesting. like something otherworldly that's like uh, bad. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, I could definitely um, see some parallels there, then, if that's good. Ifrit, yeah. So I think they derived uh, or they. It, that's just how it's spelled in English, and that's how they're pronouncing it. But I think yeah. it is the same word, so which makes sense because he calls it. It's a monster. Um, yeah, it's a summon, which is pretty cool, huh? That's yeah. interesting. So the the summons are like, and Henry, I know you're in there. I guess if if you can correct me quickly. Um, as far as I know, the summons they existed in the Final Fantasy games. This game in particular, it looks like there's like a main story based around them. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Rudy. That's a fucking AEW fan <laughs> Put it in the chat, please. Like, put it on the screens for the people to see us love. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, the summons, they, they were part of Final Fantasy and That's stuff awesome. like that. It looks like this game. 
Henry eats corn the long <laughs> We saw that in AEW where they uh, somebody said that to somebody and Rudy was watching the show and he was talking to me over the phone and uh, somebody was holding up a sign that said Sean Spears eats corn the long way. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Um, but anyway, so this game looks insane. I've only ever really messed with Final Fantasy VII Remake. I did a little bit of the original Final Fantasy VII and I've done a little bit of Final Fantasy X. So I don't, I'm not that familiar. Now, this game in particular, uh, this Final Fantasy 16 is the same team that did Final Fantasy 14, which mm-hmm. people love. And that's like the online, like, I think it won the, I could be wrong. I think it won the award for best, um, like, ongoing game this year. Or at the very least, I know it was nominated. And people just love Final Fantasy 14. They keep going back to it. It's the big online game now. So that same team made this game. So the fact that it's that team working on it, oh, people are expecting a lot out of this. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Henry said it, uh, pretty mm-hmm. much what I was saying. The monsters you see, the summons, they they are in every Final Fantasy game. But it, uh, I don't know if they ever played like a major role in terms of story uh, like they do in this game, it looks like. Um, but yeah. Okay, and this that's game great. Looks like so yeah, I'm, I'm very, I definitely want to try this one. Final Fantasy 16 looks amazing. I can't wait to try it out. Nice. Um, 15 I wasn't that be, um, I don't know if I'm going to even bother with this game. Um, But maybe I'll give it a try. But... I saved, in my opinion, the pest for last, uh, the game I was most looking forward to, and that is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh, okay. I was about to say, what is it? <laughs> uh, after playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, um, I fell in love with that game, with the story, uh, Cal Kestas, and uh, BB-8? No, that's not... Yeah? No? No, no not BB-8's BB. from... The Force Awakens. The, the ball one. Which one is this one? I don't um, know. Whatever. Um, all of it was great, and I can't wait to see the continuation of this game. Um, and it's coming out this year, man, and I really hope it doesn't get delayed. And, um, yeah. Fucking excited. Who is this? Yeah. That's the mystery, man. Yeah, we ain't gonna do Crash Rumble, really. Yeah, this is the last trailer we're doing. <laughs> BD1, you got it. Thank you. The order is gone. I'm mad he wrote that like I a was betrayed like a formula. By the one <laughs> I trust the most. Will not be imprisoned again. I love the new force abilities. I also love that they combine stuff from the new movies into this game. Damn. Yeah. Remind Solid point, Rudy. Really. Why his gods are supposed to be dead? Here we go. I feel like Gold, baby. if it's a killer, though, they would have to get rid of the prizes. That means they yeah. grow stronger. Like this, um, 
It's coming up here when he stops the the laser shots. The Jedi is a threat. Now that we have this, right here. Um, that's obviously from the sequels. Yeah, uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah, and then again, his blade right here. You know. Yep. That yeah, little survives the hilt. <clears throat> yeah, for, for anybody just listening to the podcast version of this, definitely go on the YouTube version and check it out. Um, so you can watch this with us because it's a lot of cool shit um, for all these different videos. <clears throat> First of all, the visuals on this game looks so much better than the last game. Obviously, it's yeah. upgraded, right? Um, they sh they are showing that they evolved the fighting mechanics. They are showing that they have evolved the force abilities, and they are showing that they have drawn inspiration from the uh, sequel series with the stopping the lasers um, and the tracks with the force, and you know, and then Kylo Ren's blade with the um, ejecting like the extra energy from the sides. Uh -huh. Um, which is really cool. Now, um, the character that just came out now, Rudy says he's hoping that it uh, is Starkiller. And and I think Dan's right. If it is Starkiller, then the actor would have to reprise his role. But I think they show the same guy again later on in the trailer towards the with, end. Uh, with, um, without the mask and the short hair. <laughs> I think that is him. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, it yeah. doesn't have to be the same actor. It's His name's Sam Witwer. I did remember yeah. it. Um, but um, it would be nice to see him since that. But man's already... He was in Days Gone. Like, he's the main character in Days Gone, the same actor. Like, he's in mm. every video game you think of, Sam Witwer. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, no, I would. Uh, it would be cool if it if they do at some point bring in like the Star Killer character. I'm not the biggest fan of Force Unleashed, but I mean, I know it's. A I've never game. played Force Unleashed, but um, my first Star Wars game was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and my God, was it phenomenal! And I can't wait for the sequel, bro. It is. It is my it, it my most anticipated game, even more than uh, Legend of Zelda. Wow. So. Wow, and yeah. you like Legend of Zelda a lot. I loved Legend of Zelda, but I love this one more. Wow. Um, just because using the Force in this in the game was, it felt like using it the Force. Right. It yeah. was so great, and especially now that this game is coming out and is going to be with the Dual Sense controller with the haptics, using the Force is going to be even fucking better, and I can't wait. It's going to feel the incredible. I didn't even think about that with the haptic controls, but um, so, well, yeah. I hope they do a lot with the haptic controls because remember this is not just you know uh, PlayStation, so that's like that, extra that work uh, on their yeah. end to develop it for. For some reason, I thought it was a a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, I no, that a, I played on everywhere. the Xbox. Yeah, yeah, this is uh because it's EA. Okay. I believe it's I believe it's respawn, but um ah yeah, that's a good joke. The dual sense, but yeah. um what is it? did I say it wrong? No, because dual wielding, dual oh, sense. Okay. At least that's the joke I'm, I think he's implying. Um, um, Lemon has a collector's edition with a custom e, hilt. But... <laughs> only like 1500 being. I want to get that. Uh, I wanted to get that. Um, the cust the collector's edition because I want to get the hilt, mm -hmm. um, which would be really cool. I'll see if I can scoop it up. But if not, um, oh well. 
but no, Jedi Survivor looks incredible. Um, I hope I hope it is it leave, it lives up to the hype. Um, and it says it's coming out March. I mm-hmm. do fully expect them to hit that date. You heard do it here. You? I do fully expect them to hit that date. If not, okay. I don't think they would delay it that far back. Okay. But we'll see. Um, yeah, my most anticipated game of 2023. So I'm super fucking excited about this game. Um, I can't wait, man. I'm so fucking pumped. Let's go. Fuck, I can't wait to see Disco's sports, game. I just, I, I can't wait for Disco's game. That's gonna be yeah. a lot of fun too. <clears throat> What's it called? Um, Banishers. There you go. You got it. Ghosts of New Ghosts of Eden or some shit like that. Ghosts of New Ghosts of Eden. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that is it for the Game Awards and the trailers that we wanted to cover. I know it was a lot. If you are still with us, thank you so much. But stay with us just a little bit longer. I got some quick news to tell you about. Um, all right, let me share. Agreed. Agreed, Rudy. Looking forward to it. I'm going to be um, texting you. Uh, he said, can't wait for the draft. I'm going to yeah. be texting you uh, within the next couple of days about that. So keep an eye out. 100%. Um, all right. Jackie Chan confirms Rush Hour 4 is in the works, and it looks like Chris Tucker will be returning. Um, That is exciting news. I love the Rush Hour movies. Now, I am 100% going off nostalgia here, and uh, this movie might not hit for me as hard as the other ones did. But either way, I am looking forward for this movie. Real quick, I just want to take credit for this. Um, What's up? So recently... my throat has been screwed up, as, as you know, and we'll talk about it on the podcast, so luckily I can speak now. Now, uh, in my time off, uh, there was one day in particular where I was, like, at home and I couldn't go to work, so I was just hanging out around the house. And I decided, you know what? Why not watch every single Rush Hour movie? Uh, <laughs> I watched every single Rush Hour movie, I believe, uh, shortly after, maybe a few days later, uh, this was announced. So, you're welcome. <laughs> That's funny. Um uh, from the next year. Yeah, uh, Henry, yeah. Uh, definitely. I'm very much looking forward to Fire Emblem. We just we had to make cuts on what we're going to talk about. This is it's yeah. Running long, I think we also Fire didn't didn't we cover Fire Emblem somewhere else? A different part. We didn't Maybe. react to it before. I don't think we did. I feel, I feel like we talked about it at some point. But uh, we might have mentioned it, but I don't, I don't yeah. know if we really did. To be honest with you, that's right. Um, you haven't been banished from the uh, from the draft. If you want to hop on, you're more than welcome to do so, Henry. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, live action My Hero Academia coming to Netflix. It seems like Netflix is moving into the anime adaptation realm. They haven't learned their lesson. They are doing the biggest anime of all time, the biggest manga of all time, and that is One Piece. And if they ruin One Piece, I will ruin Netflix. Listen. Yeah. Now, Ichiro Oda is tied to the project. He has visited the Netflix um, studios and uh, looked at the show. This is uh, There was a break of four weeks of the manga because he did this at some point and him taking a break after the Wano arc, which was the longest arc in One Piece. But My Hero Academia. Now, if if they don't do this one right also... My God, this is going to be real bad and it's going to be very fucking disappointing because one of the great thing about this manga and anime is how different the powers are, how unique all the characters look. 
and it could very easily be too cheesy as live action if they tried to go um like one for one uh how the characters look or i don't know i don't know how they're gonna do this that they're gonna make it seem viable for live action but we'll see what happens but yeah real quick i just want to say much like rush hour four um and that was due to me um i apologize for this one so i've been usually i try to wait like a season behind and kind of watch everything at my pace i've almost been fully up to date with my hero academia once again my throat was messed up so i went back and i've been watching stuff and then shortly after i saw that they're going to do a live action version coming to netflix so for that i do apologize (laughs) um so uh shinsuke sato will be directing a script written by kenobi's jody harold now Kenobi was really good. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I don't know if the the writer is equipped to. I mean, she's a writer. Obviously, she's equipped. But does she know the source material? How much does she love the source material? Is this just a writer getting another paycheck? Well, I mean, how much is she allowed to do? Because remember, there's there could be the higher above that was like, hey, you have to do this, this, and this, no matter whether or not it fits in with the story. Very true. Very true. So um, let's hope it turns out good, but I'm not hopeful for this one. You guys didn't thank me for the rush hour thing where you called me out for the fucking My Hero? All right, I see how it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Stephen King's Dark Tower um, is getting a TV adaptation by Haunting of Hill House creator. And it is a potential five-season TV series for Amazon. Now, it looks like Amazon, whenever they're doing a TV series with something like this, they're just automatically doing five seasons. Now, that could be a good thing and a bad thing. The good thing is the writers know how long they have to write out the story. They can uh, better pace everything and um, end it properly. Or, you know, it could be shit. So... Now, The Dark Tower was recently, uh, a few years ago, adapted into a movie, I think, with Idris Elba. And I did not even bother trying to watch that movie. It did not look interesting at all. But maybe with the TV series, I can give it a shot. Who knows? But um, it is what it is. And last but not least. Oh, Oh, look. The graphics. Somebody went all out. Okay. DC. DC is in a lot of flux right now. There's a lot of news happening. And the reason why I'm not covering it all at the moment is because I feel like it's all too volatile. Uh And 100% of it isn't confirmed yet. Because James Gunn himself has tweeted, some of the news out there is true. Some of it is partially true. And some of it is false. Uh, this is a direct tweet from, I mean, I'm, I think I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but it is a tweet from James Gunn because recently Wonder Woman 3 got canceled. Yep. Um, the news came out right after uh, a day or two after Gal Gadot was like, I can't wait for you guys to see what's next for Wonder Woman and blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. it gets announced that Wonder Woman 3 got canceled. So Wonder Woman 3 getting canceled is not a big surprise to me after the shit show of 1984. And after the lackluster anything you wish, anything you desire. (laughs) Yeah. And after the lackluster performance in the box office of uh, of Black Adam, Uh um, which was supposed to be a big moneymaker, 
they are doing a lot of reforming, a lot of rethinking, and James Gunn and Peter Safran are working as hard as they can to get the next 10 years of DC planned, and they will release it soon enough. So I think unless super-duper major news comes out, I'm going to hold off on DC news until we get directly from James Gunn and Peter Saffron the next decade, the plan that they are working on for mm-hmm. DC news. Because there's a lot of speculation right now. Yeah, Speculation that Aquaman, uh, Jason Momoa will be done after Aquaman 2 and going on and he's to gonna play the Lobo. Lobo. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, like, there's just so much going like, on. How much of this there. is really happening? How yeah. much of it is real? How much of it is speculation? How yeah. much of it is just drumming up excitement about dc or just putting it in the news so i don't want to stay here and keep just regurgitating the stuff um so i want to wait until peter saffron and james gunn come out with their plan and uh, one thing that did um uh kind of calm me down was james gunn saying superman is an important uh, part of their plan if That's not true. the most important yep. that doesn't mean it's going to be henry cavilla superman that is true i did hear henry cavill's mustache is getting a spinoff <laughs> i mean who the fuck knows at this point but that is what it is and so dc news is going to be on hold for a little bit until we get the final word from james gunn and peter saffron so I just wanted to lay that out there for now because I've I've been bringing it every week with a lot of changes and it's just going to keep happening. And and I kind of got tired of it myself. So I just wanted to give this little update and then we'll all stay tuned for what James Gunn and Peter Sassman have to say. Smart choice. Smart decision. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And with that said, uh, that is all my news for today. Now, if you're still with us all the way down here, we really appreciate you watching all this. And if you did and you enjoyed it, please like and subscribe to the channel. It helps us out immensely to grow. Uh, Comment below. Let us know what you thought about the Game Awards. Did you think Elden Ring rightfully won Game of the Year? Or did you think it should have been God of War Ragnarok? Let us know. Let us know. Down. It wasn't even a contender. Um, it hasn't even released yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, comment below. Let us know. Let us know what you guys think about uh, all the new trailers that came out. What was your favorite trailer of uh, the Game Awards? Let us also know what do you think of all this crazy shit happening with DC? Do you even care at this point? I mean, it's starting to get hard to care, but... It is what it is. I'm a DC fanboy. I'm a support. I'm a love. So that's it. Um, go check out our social medias and then go check out and look forward to Disco's new game, uh, Banishers. And then go check out the Los Wise Guys website, loswiseguys.com. Uh, thank you for listening and have a great week.